back to the Sports Season Podcast. I'm your host, John Contreras. And my dear co-host, yeah. Adam Garcia. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot about that froze up. But, and, and today, in this episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to cover week two, recap it, and then we're going to predict week three, because that's what we do every week. Yes, the weekly stuff is going on. Yes, the weekly stuff's going on, and... um. <laughs> And this was kind of a boring week, to be honest. Yeah, like definitely, definitely not as much lived up to as week one. But what basically is, you know, week one arguably is the best week of football. So yeah, yeah. yeah so like, let, let's just get into it. Let's get into our opinions. Our our yeah just yeah <laughs> okay so we went over the the giants in washington on the last episode i believe yeah so we did. we're gonna go back to the sunday games okay so first let's do uh, let's do the raiders and the steelers okay so the raiders moved to 2-0 and in this game they won 26-17 Derek Carr with 382 yards, two touchdowns, and then Henry Ruggs had over 100 and a touchdown as well, and wow, this really surprised me. There was basically no points at all during the first half, then it started picking up in the fourth quarter, though. All right, all right, so yeah, like the steel, like coming to the game, the Steelers are obviously kind of off the end of from from the surface like if you just don't look at stats at all and just look at the score from the surface um an impressive win and upset over the bills and in this game they came in flat and lifeless on offense like 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 big Ben should just retire like he like jesus christ he looks so old he cannot lead this offense anymore like it's so clearly obvious and Najee Harris like you know he did he did look better in this game like he still did not do good at all and part of it is, is because of the Steelers off the line being terrible and along with the Steelers, the Steelers not being a good run, run, running team and it, it's just a, it's just a disaster they're like they're like Chase Claypool dominant like Juju has fallen off a cliff like this offense is just bad 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 and they had the series like have the defense to keep them in these games but their offense cripples them because they're so bad because because big ben does not have the arm and talent anymore to to lead this offense to wins and on to the raiders side um Derek carr showing off uh, what I would say in a, an average game, in my opinion, like he didn't, didn't look too good, didn't look too bad, just your average Derek Carr game. Like even like they didn't look that good in the first half. Like I thought the Steelers had their number in the first half, but then they made some adjustments and then they won the game. Like Henry Ruggs had, had a good game as well. It's just the Raiders looked better. They're two and zero, possibly contenders, and most likely not. That because that's what they did last year. But, like, yeah, the Raiders, they're looking good right now. Yeah, you're very right, man. Derek Carr showing off again. Basically, the Raiders, almost every year, they start off pretty good. And then, well, they just become the Raiders and lose. And then the Steelers, 
Yeah, it's basically their defense. Like, we just got to give props to them. I mean, their offense is nothing. Like, Najee still hasn't found anything. Like you said, Juju is bad. Deontay Johnson had at least over 100 yards. but And then Big Ben, I, I do believe he got hurt, though, I'm pretty sure. I think Big Ben got hurt. It was like a peck injury. So, yeah, it was a peck injury for Big Ben. But he'll be good to go for this game, for their next game this week, though. But, you know, even then with that injury, I don't think anything else would have turned out different. I think the Raiders probably still would have won this game. I believe you uh, you had the Raiders winning, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, there's the upset right there. Good upset pick right there. I had the Steelers winning, and, well, it didn't look good. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah the Raiders, 2-0. and See if they can start off 3-0. and Our next, next game is going to be... Yeah, we're going to talk about it already. All right, the 49ers and the Eagles. Okay, so the Niners came out on top, 17-11. to 11. Man, uh, I basically watched this full game. Like, Actually, no, I did watch the full game. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, come on. It's like, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, you know. He's, he's not all that great. Didn't look all, all great at all. But that's also to the Eagles defense because, man, they've been really good so far. Elijah Mitchell got hurt in this game. Jermichael Hasty got hurt. Trey Sermon got hurt. All three of their starting running backs, well, starting, all three of their running backs on their team, basically, are hurt. So they had to use Kyle Juszczyk more in the run game. Then Debo Samuel, uh, I believe he led the, he's still leading in receiving yards, I think, or maybe Brandon Cooks passed him on Thursday night. But yeah, Debo Samuel has an amazing start. And then the 49ers defense, you know, the Eagles scored, what, 33 points week one, right? Yeah. I mean, holding them to 11 off a 33-point win. I mean, well, 33 points scored in the last game, you know, pretty good. But we all know the, the Niners defense is pretty good, though. And then to the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts. I mean, this looked like the Jalen Hurts that I expected, basically. You know, kind of looking like a little below average, you know. And then Miles Sanders, he's still averaging out a ton per carry. So I'll give credit there to Miles Sanders. And then the receiving core. I mean, that pass of Jalen Hurts to Quez Watkins, bro. Oh my, that was that was a thing of beauty right there. Bro. And then the Eagles defense. Uh, I believe they're number four in the league, and for a reason, you know, stopping a good 49ers team and holding them to 17 points. Yeah, like the Eagles. Like the Eagles. They obviously came in this game feeling feeling good. Like they just destroyed it. Like the the Falcons, which obviously they're. A lot like a lot worse team than the 49ers, but they still came in this game pretty good. And I was and I was expecting the Eagles win because like because like this team did look better. The offense did look much more like a like much more better than than last year with Carson Wentz and then um, and then last year's Jalen Hurts and then Jalen Hurts this game reverted back to 2020 Jalen Hurts. So like yeah, that's good. That's not that's not good. But but anyway, the offense, the Eagles offense, like they couldn't really get anything going. Fortnite's defense was really good. Like during the game, Nick and surprisingly, this this our offensive line held Nick Bosa to actually to not zero sacks in your mind. 
I don't know why I said that, but anyway. But like this offense couldn't really get anything going. Like the run game wasn't really all there. Like any like anything. Like Jalen was playing pretty bad. Like even though he he tried to do all his best to make the Eagles come back with that late with that late game touchdown in there, but it was just too late in the end. They couldn't they couldn't the Eagles defense like they did pretty good from us game except for when it mattered like when we needed to stop the most. But like yeah like the Quez Watkins like throw was was pretty good. But then oh the most infuriating part of the game came in and you know what I'm talking about right? Oh yes. Yes, he, so Sirianni, like, we were, I think, on the two-yard line. We ran it, I think, actually, no, we ran it, I think, twice, and then did, and then passed it once, and then we went for on fourth, and then we went for on fourth down, because, like, you know, I agree with that, and I still agree with that now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I don't care if it was, and I don't care if it, it would have cost us the game. I still agree with us going for, going for it there, plus it's in the game. I agree with that. I agree with them going for it, but not with the play that Shut they up. went for it. Sorry. But like, anyway, I wanted to get into that, but, like, <laughs> sorry about that. But like, um, yeah, and then they called the, um, like, so in fourth down, they, they go into the play, and they did a fucking Philly special. <laughs> Philly special, the fucking Philly special. I think the game right end in there. That's when we lost the game. That, that's we lost out the fucking Philly special. Like Jesus Christ, I get like Sirianni was trying to do a creative play, but why there? And I get why they're doing the play because they're trying to get all the players fired up. If it worked, and if it didn't, then it didn't work, and it didn't work when. They're not the Patriots. <laughs> and, yeah, it didn't work. And that's when we lost the game right there. Jalen kept forcing targets to Devontae Smith. And then, yeah, it just sucks. The one thing Jalen Hurts needs to work on is, is his deep ball accuracy. Because his deep ball is terrible. Yeah. But, anyway, um, for the 49ers side, the 49ers offense did not look all that good. Jimmy Garoppolo like overthrew some overthrew some people on a couple plays, and surprisingly, still they still won the fucking game <laughs> because of, because of Nick Sirianni's play calling, which which I yeah you you have to be lenient with him. He's a first year coach in this and early like early in games, like you have to be kind of lenient on that, in my opinion. Like yeah. you're like you're a first time head coach, like you have to be kind of lenient. But like, I don't know. And then, and then, like the 49ers, they just like they, they're bound offense, defense. They are pretty good holding, holding like from from where we're gonna take from last week, a good offense to um to eleven points, and like that sucks. And then um and then Brandon Brandon Brooks and and Brandon Graham and and Jordan Mailata got injured during the game and. Brandon Graham is out for the season with a torn Achilles, so that sucks. And then we got Derek Barnett start, which he which he committed a personal fucking foul that cost the Eagles the game. <laughs> oh my god! There's no reason to do that. But like, yeah, like Brandon Brooks, like he got injured. Like he's not gonna play next week along with Brandon Graham and Jordan Malata. 
So that's gonna fucking suck. But like, whatever. Congrats, uh, uh, 49ers and the Eagles. Yeah, do better, please. Believe in that, Jay. I don't know if y'all are first. I mean, there's a three-way tie for first. Right. Well, we were first last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Texans and the Browns are next. Yeah. I thought it was going to be pretty entertaining. The first half looked really, really promising until Tyrod Taylor goes down, man. Tyrod Taylor was having an amazing start to his Texans career, and then, boom, injured just like that, man. You got to feel for Tyrod Taylor, man. Like, from him, like, getting bent from, like, Baker and then Herbert, and now to getting injured whenever he gets his starting job back. I mean, you, you just got to feel for him there. But, I mean, he only missed one pass like, in that whole first half that he played as well. He threw for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. Brandon Cooks, again, I think he's either first or second in the uh, in the league with receiving yards. The defense for the Texans is bad, but we all expected that. And the Browns, Baker Mayfield got hurt in this game as well, but he actually came back. He wasn't all that impressive, though. I mean, one touchdown, one pick. Nick Chubb was amazing. 95 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. And then it was actually Demetriac Felton. Wow. Who led the team in receiving yards? Because I believe Jarvis Landry got hurt, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jarvis Landry, I think, is on the IR now. And then Odell will be coming back. This for today's game, and uh, yeah, Browns. You know they just took off in the second half, and there was really no stopping them. Yeah, like the Texans. Like the Texans. Like let's just be honest. Like we can all be honest. I'm speaking for, for probably all of America when I'm saying this. That the Texans started off better than we all expected. I think I'm speaking for all of America when I say this. Yeah, like everyone's shocked how they how they're doing right now. Yeah, like their defense obviously is bad. We expected that. Like their offense, like it was doing good. Like he actually like kept it. Like he actually kept the te- not the Texans, but yeah, the Texans in the game against a playoff team in the Browns, who just who almost beat the Chiefs last week and and was and almost beat the Chiefs again last last year in the playoffs. Like this is a good team that that the. That they're keeping up with, it's, it's it's just that Tyrod got got hurt, like like it's a hamstring injury, and like uh, how long is he gonna be out for? It's on the IR, so for sure at least three weeks. But um, if I had to guess, probably a little bit longer. Yeah, like Tyrod, like that, that's unfortunate. Like and then like da- and then like third, then third round pick Davis Mills out of Stanford comes in to the game and. You ready for it? You ready? Yeah. Shit's the bed. Yeah. <laughs> he does terrible, but like you, you can't blame him though. Like he's getting thrusted into the starting spot. Like I and he wasn't ready. Like the Texans coaching staff knew he wasn't ready. I, I, I'm pretty sure he himself knew he wasn't ready. And also, he just has a bad team around him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, there's a bad team around him. A team full of nightmares, like Jesus Christ. The Texans were in this game, and then once, then once Tyrod got hurt, 
it fell apart from there. But for the Browns side, the offense did pretty good, at, like keeping up with Tyrod and, and the Texans for the first half. Baker, I believe, got like had a had an injury scare in the first half, but then he came back in the game for the for the rest of the game, and then he did pretty good. And then like the Browns defense, oh my god, what is wrong? Okay, let's just ask this question: What is wrong with the Browns defense? I wasn't so high on them, but like I didn't expect them to be like this bad. I mean, like you, I mean, like Greg Newsom's doing good. Denzel Ward's doing good, but like, like okay. they still have like Ronnie Harrison. They have Grant Delpit. Like they have John Johnson, and, and they like them Miles Garrett. They got Javon Clowney. Like this, this team, like on paper, like on some surface, on paper, is stacked on defense. It's just like a. I, if you're making the same mistakes again, I feel like it goes back to the defense coordinator. Like, I don't know what's wrong with the Blake. Like, you can't. I, you like to me, you cannot have this much star power on on defense, and then like, and then like just giving up so many big plays. It goes back to the defense coordinator. That's clear. It's just, I don't know, but the Brown the Browns defense did, did did disappoint except for the second half because it's Davis Mills. Come on, right? It's a gimme. Yeah, like, and then yeah, the Brown the Browns won. It's just yeah, just once Tyrod got hurt, the Browns won. But it w- it was a good game to watch though during the first half. But yeah, un- unfortunate for that injury, man. I just went for Tyrod. Yeah. Um, Let's go to the next game here, which was, my God, so boring, bro. The Broncos versus the Jaguars. Broncos won 23-13. Man, Teddy Bridgewater still continuing to kill it through two weeks. Looking good out there. Javante's looking pretty good as well. Melvin Gordon had a good week one, horrible week two. And then Cortland Sutton, man, 160 yards. Amazing to see him being back. And then the Broncos defense, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure we all expected them to be good. I for sure did. And, well, they are. And they really, really kept Trevor Lawrence struggling so far because Trevor Lawrence has looked really bad so far. He only had 118 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. So I believe him and Zach Wilson both have six or five or something like that. Something crazy like that. And then James Robinson, they're just not giving him the ball as much as they were last year. Marvin Jones had a touchdown, no one over 55 yards. And then Jaguars defense, well, they're the Jaguars defense. And then, yeah, just the Jag, like Trevor Lawrence is looking terrible. Like, just like throwing three interceptions in his, both in his first two games, right? I think he had three week one. I yeah, I know see. he had three week one, but I don't know if he had three this week. Oh, uh, he had two this week. Okay, so five interceptions in two games. Just, I think this is because of Urban Meyer. Yeah. I Like, Urban Meyer, like, does not look ready. Like, he looks terrible as an NFL, as an NFL coach. He's using fucking Carlos Hyde more than James Robinson. Why? I, I don't understand why you would do that. Like Urban is clearly is clearly hurting the team more than he's helping, but but if you want if I want to be fair, like some of this is kind of is kind of Trevor because like you know he's a rookie, 
Like, seriously, like, oh my god, this is starting off way worse than we thought. Wow, the Jaguars are bad. <laughs> I want to acknowledge uh, a quote Urban Meyer saying that every week in the NFL is like playing Alabama every single week. So, yeah, he's clearly not taking the NFL competition that well. And that's that's why I don't like college coaches that much. That's why I'm like a little anxious when I, when people hire college coaches in the NFL because because I feel like they're going to treat it like it is college. They're going to bring like their own like they're going to bring their own like call it, like offensive systems that, to the NFL, like how Steve Spurrier, Spurrier tried to do, and then you know how that worked com- completely failed, fired in two seasons. It's just it's, that's why I don't like college coaches. They never adapt well to the NFL, but some do. Some do. I'm not saying that that the, I'm not saying that they all don't, but they all, but some do. And and those are coaches are great, but yeah, the Jaguars look bad. <laughs> like they need they need to fix some stuff. Like maybe like uh, maybe do some more. Like I don't know what they need to do to be honest. Like it's just. Maybe they should like try a run for a run for system. It's just like a, a, I don't know. Yeah. But then the Bron. Uh, wait, what? I was gonna say, yeah, uh, start giving the ball to James Robinson a little bit more. Take the load off Trevor Lawrence right now. Let him let him start adapting. You know, reading these defenses. Yeah. All right. So the Broncos, like Teddy Bridgewater, is looking pretty good. He looks he's looking like. 2015 Teddy Bridgewater, the, the promising young quarterback that we all saw until until the Rams game in the next season. But like anyway, um, Teddy is doing pretty good. Leading lead the NFL in completion percentage and in QBR still, I think, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Look, looking like Ryan Tannehill out there, but I don't know. <laughs> like the Broncos are doing pretty good. Look, they look better with, with Teddy than, than Drew Locke. That probably says more about Drew Locke than Teddy. But like, yeah, I, I don't think Drew Locke's in the starting spot unless if Teddy gets injured. Yeah, like, I mean, there's no way they're going back to Drew Locke. I mean, they're starting out two and zero. I know they haven't faced good teams, but two and zero, Teddy leads the league in QBR completion percentage. Like, I don't see why they would go back to Drew Locke. Like yeah, Teddy's doing good, and then like Corlin Sun, like this game, like looked looked like the Pro Bowl receiver that that we thought he was until he got injured. Like this Broncos team is legit. Well, it's looking legit. I'm not saying that they are. They are looking like it. Like the offense looks looks much more poised with, with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. This defense is still looking pretty good. We all thought the Broncos defense was gonna be good. They're performing, and they're performing well against against bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> And also the notable blow, though, to that defense, Bradley Chubb, basically out the whole year. Yeah. Again? Yeah, like, he uh, he got a, another ankle injury, and it, uh, they put him on IR, and it looks like, yeah, he's probably not coming back till around maybe week 14 or something like that. Damn, that sucks. That's a really tough blow right there. That's tough right there. But they still they still got Von Miller. They still got Justin Simmons. They still got they still got Bryce Cannon. They still got um they got they still got Patrick Sertan. They still got Kareem Jackson. They still got um Kyle Fuller. They got Oh yeah, that defense is stacked, man, for sure. All right, man. 
So next, we're gonna go to the Saints and Panthers game. Panthers now starting out two and zero, absolutely blowing out the Saints, twenty six seven. All right, we saw the old Jameis Winston back after that amazing week one. Now he came back down to earth a little bit. No touchdowns except for that rushing one, and then two interceptions. And then my boy, little Jordan Humphrey, leading the league in receiving. I mean, not the league, leading the team in receiving yards in this game with only 27. That's how the bad this offense was. Alvin Kamara had a total of 30 yards, 30 total scrimmage yards. He had eight carries for five yards and then four catches for 25. Like, I mean, this Panthers defense ain't no joke, man. But it also could be because they were playing Jameis as well. So, could be that. And then the Panthers side, Sam Darnold is looking good down in Carolina. I mean, you know, through these first three weeks, we'll talk about their game on Thursday in a little bit. But Sam Darnold's looking pretty good. CMC was amazing in this game. Had uh, that touchdown, 150 yards from scrimmage. Chuba Hubbard's still ain't looking good. DJ Moore. I believe he's top five in the league in receiving yards. And then, like, again, that defense. That defense is looking really, really good so far two weeks through the, through the season. Yeah, the Panthers The Panthers look pretty good. Sam Darnold looks pretty look, – look, so far looking pretty good for the Panthers right now. And, and I guess that's that's what happens when you leave Adam Gase. But yeah, like this Panthers team is looking pretty good. The offense looks much, much better without Teddy than with, okay, yeah, with Sam and Teddy. And and it showed like this team dominated the the Saints, which had a dominating performance last week against against the reigning MVP in in the Aaron Rodgers. And they. And they made and they made the Saints look like look like out of the league. It's just like that. It's just it's that big well, that that big of a blow for me at least, and it's just for me to score. But like, yeah, they just played absolutely better. Out coached them in every level. This played completely better. And for the Saints side, <laughs> Jameis going back to the Jameis that we love. <laughs> Uh, you can have that good of a game and then not have a bad one the next week. Yeah, he's looking like old Buccaneers, James Winston. Like ever, and and keep in mind, this man was a Pro Bowl at one at one point. Yeah, you're right. He did make the Pro Bowl once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know, the Saints like they, they look pretty bad on offense, pretty bad on defense. Just out, outplayed in every facet of the game. Jameis did not look good. He, he looked like that 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 the ice surgery did not work. It's just completely bad. He looked like the old James, thirty for thirty James Jameis Winston that we all that we all love and to make fun of. But yep. yeah. But yeah, this is only two games, and and I think Jameis can probably. And this is me being a little more, more, a little bit more positive. I think he can have like possibly an average season. Yeah, for sure, no doubt about it. But like, I don't know. It, he just needs to limit on those turnovers. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, and that's all he's got to do. Yeah, just I'm in the turnovers. You know, get the ball to Alvin Kamara more, man. Like, he barely touched the ball this game. And also, like, the Panthers' offensive line is bad still. Like, Sandoz, yeah. like, running for his life. 
Dude, I had to look it up because I was curious. So, yeah, he made the Pro Bowl in uh, 2016, I believe. Was that his rookie season? Yeah, it was his rookie season. And he had 28 touchdowns, 18 interceptions, 4,000 yards. Dude, I mean, he he played world. Man, I can't believe he was a Pro Bowler this year. It was literally because they selected him over Kirk Cousins because Tom Brady decided not to play in the Pro Bowl that year. Okay, well at this point, we'll, we'll, yeah, Kirk Cousins is better, and even and Kirk Cousins is still bad. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I totally forgot that Jameis made the Pro Bowl. Man. Yeah, he did, and then yeah, after that, his career went downhill. Yep, and it ain't looking too good after week two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump to the next game. It was actually, this next one was, uh, well, it was pretty good throughout, you know. Indianapolis made a little comeback. The Rams beat them, though, 27-24. Matt Stafford, um, well, looking like more of a Lions game, Matthew Stafford. Instead of that incredible player of the week in week one against the Bears, well, he, fa- he faced a pretty good defense in the Colts. And then he still looked pretty decent out there. And then Daryl Henderson kept going. Cooper Cup had a monster game, 163 yards, two touchdowns. The Rams' defense was actually a little bit underperforming against the Colts. And then on the Colts' side, Carson Wentz looked uh, looked okay, I guess, if you want to say that. Jacob Eason came in the game at one point through an interception because he's just bad. And then Jonathan Taylor really couldn't get anything going. That offensive line isn't fully 100%, though. And then Michael Pittman, at least he was the one bright spot, 123 yards. And then the Colts defense, you know, they kind of brought him back in that game in the second half. You know, they contained him in the first half for sure, though. But unfortunately, could not get the job done. Yeah, like, I thought it was going to be an exciting game, and at first it was not. But then, it, then it was Matthew Stafford looked um, looked pretty uh, okay, okayish. Like he didn't, didn't didn't do too bad, didn't do too good. But Cooper Cup just stole the show, just stole it from everyone. Like he looked like the the well, like he yeah, he probably was the best player in the game. Like they're just amazing. Daryl Henderson also had a good performance as well. Like the, the Rams offense did too. Okay, do pretty. I don't know. I would say good, but like, they. It's just they need to like. It's just limit those. Like, I don't know. Just, just shut up about that one. All right, and then <laughs> the Rams defense. Like, yeah, like I'm saying, they underperformed against the Carson Wentz Colts. Well, Carson is looking like a little bit better, but like anyway, the the Rams like they're obviously going with a new defense coordinator and Atlanta Falcons last year's defensive coordinator slash interim head coach Raheem Morris, and uh, he looked and it looked like kind of like he was coaching the Falcons right there, but they still won the game. Like they had a little scare. Like the the Rams the Rams defense all sold there, but you know like they got they got the win, and with the last second field goal and. It was not, again, I don't think it was an overtime, right? No, it was not. Yeah, and then the, for the Colts, like, they, 
at first it looked bad for the offense Carson did not look good and then like throughout the game he progressively looked, did okay like he brought them back in the game and then he got injured and then Jacob Eason came into the game to make a, to make the last second clutch <laughs> try to make the, the clutch touchdown try to get them back in the game or at least tie it and then he threw a pick on the first in the first pass uh-huh. Yeah, just very, very bad one as well. Yeah, unfortunate, just unfortunate timing, right? Unfortunate timing right there. Just uh, the the Colts defense did, did pretty good though. Like they held like one of the best from again last last week one of the best offenses to twenty four points to make them look average. So like that's pretty good for the Colts defense. They should get some praise right there. And then Carson got injured in the game, and I swear Carson is literally making every Eagles fan sweat if he for for that first round pick. <laughs> he is gonna play this week, though. Like, yes, I swear, I swear, he's literally trying to make us sweat. Dude, like if I were the Colts, like I would literally be resting him, like bro, like they're trying to bring him back as soon as possible, bro, like. Or the Colts, I'm trying to give up a second. I ain't trying to give up a first. I'd be resting him. But, well, Frank Wright is bringing him back. And, well, I mean, oh, yeah, he like, hasn't looked as bad as last year. The, like, the Colts off its line, like, he's doing kind of pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, they're not fully 100%, though. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they like... Eric Fisher's first game back. Hmm. So, yeah, they need to, like, probably need some time to jail, and then that's it, all right? <laughs> all right, let's go to the AFC East showdown right here, where the Bills just blew out the Dolphins 35-0, and really, it wasn't off Josh Allen. It was that run game and that defense, obviously. But Josh Allen, I mean, this looks like a yeah, rookie season Josh Allen game right here. 179 yards, sorry, and two touchdowns, one pick. Devin Singletary, 82 yards and a touchdown, and then Zach Moss also had two touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, I'll admit, though, that Josh Allen throw to him, though, in the end zone to Stephon Diggs, that was a really good throw, basically almost across the field. And then Diggs was just wide open, freebie touchdown right there. And then that defense... For the Bills, even though Tua wasn't there, and it was uh, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, that Bills defense showed up. I mean, holding someone to zero points is just amazing by itself. But I think for the Dolphins side, you know, Jacoby Brissett, he had, I think, 169 yards, I'm pretty sure. No touchdowns, one pick. Not, not Not a good game from him at all. But well, to Jacoby Brissett, so really weren't asking for too much. Miles Gaskin, see, Miles Gaskin was not good at all. Twenty-five yards. Jalen Waddle led the team in receiving yards, forty-eight. And then we already know the defensive side. Yeah, and like the Bills, like they they performed better, like way better than they did last week, where they looked they they looked unformed, lifeless, and fell flat and then this week they performed really good and not because of josh allen josh allen is underperforming like i think that's pretty obvious right mm-hmm. that's my mvp pick as well man both both of ours uh-huh. 
And he's not playing like an MVP. But like, yeah. The Bills rushing game for like the first time in probably years looked look, look like they had a life to it. Like they did pretty good. Dominated that that Dolphins defense, which is a good defense, by the way. Like and the Dolphins defense is good and they, and they got pounded to the ground by by um Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. And like, yeah. Stefan Diggs like was pretty quiet throughout the day, in my opinion, except for when he had that touchdown. Bill's offense, like Josh Allen is looking like more like a game manager at best, and like this offense, like looking kind of average. But like, yeah, the Bills' defense, like they they should be proud of themselves. Like they, like they held, even though it's the Dolphins, like terrible offense. But like, still a shutout is a shutout. You should be proud of that, right? Yeah, sure. Like you should still be proud of a shutout. And like, two got injured. He's coming. He's like gonna play right <laughs> no bro he's on ir man he's gonna be out at least three weeks like yeah to do as a rib injury I, I i know like some people said it was intentional i don't think it was i think it was just a football play yeah you know like it's kind of like you just got speared you know but yeah that's just where your ribs are and plus two is injury prone anyway like we all knew that not it's, it's unfortunate to see him go down with another injury. Uh, yep. And like I, and to quote Colin Cowherd, and I can't believe I'm actually quoting him on this, but I, uh, but I am because it's, I think it's actually a good point by him. Two is not special. That's it. <laughs> that's really the whole point. That's really the whole thing. Just two is not special because he's not, he's not a good quarterback at all. He looks like an average quarterback at best. Like Jesus Christ! Like they're a horrible offense. Like thirty, like in the thirties, an offense of scoring it and rushing. Like Miles Gaskins is not looking pretty good. Like this offense does not look good. Like the Dolphins defense. Like again, they have defense keeping them in the game, but they didn't keep them in the game last this well this week. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But yeah, the Dolphins. Like they need like just Tua just um it's unfortunate for Tua like I, I praise up for him but like Tua's not special he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> praise up for him but he's not special. I mean uh, like, yeah like I want to be honest. All right another AFC showdown man another blowout Patriots beating the Jets twenty five six wasn't a close game at all. Mac Jones still did not look impressive. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Basically just handing the ball off a lot to Damian Harris. But doing the right decision doing that. Damian Harris is a pretty good to start the year. And then James White as well. I mean, they're handing the ball off about like 25 times a game. So, I mean, it's working, but it was against the Jets. The receiving core... Again, Mac Jones didn't throw a lot, so none of them basically overhead 40 yards. But the Patriots defense came to play, throwing, forcing Zach Wilson to throw four picks and, and jumping shifts to Zach Wilson, bro. Oh my gosh, this was one of the worst starting quarterback performances I've seen in, in the last like 10 years, bro. This was bad. This was really, really bad for Zach Wilson. It doesn't help that his offensive line is horrible, but man, the, some of the decisions he made, bro, like, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Michael Carter really didn't get anything going. And then, of course, the receiving core, nothing. And the defense, well, they suck. 
Okay, so like, yeah, the Jets, like, like honestly, the Jets are doing Jet things, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like low Mets. <laughs> it's funny to say, but like, anyway, um, Zach Wilson, like I said, is not a good quarterback. I've been saying this even through like I, I like even through the draft season. Like, I was saying he's not a good quarterback. Just no, not going to translate the NFL. Look like he's an, and so far I'm right on this. Like, throwing like five or six interceptions in two games. So I'm right about that, most likely. So him and Trevor both have five. Yep. Like Jesus Christ! Like four interceptions. I think yeah, like, how, like tell me how many passes he complete. I, sh- I, I, please tell me. That. I want this to be true. He had nineteen. So Mac Jones had. Oh my God! Okay, I remember. Okay. Oh my God! I remember this at one point in the game. He had four completions and four interceptions in the game. I yeah, remember that vividly. Uh, uh, yeah, that was that was bad. That was really bad. Like Jesus Christ! Like Zach Wilson was looking like how how I expected him to look, but again, it obviously doesn't help when the Jets' offensive line and everything around them is bad. Like you're touching in, you're, you're touching in a, like a first round quarterback who who need who who needs to sit behind a quarterback through the start of the season so he can learn the game because he's because he's not like pro ready yet because he plays because he plays in BYU. Like come on, you're not gonna be ready. But then, but, but then, but what also doesn't help is that they have a competent coaching staff. Well, I don't want to say that. Like, I was Sala, like, he's just doing the best he can, but like, anyway. Oh, God. And then uh, Makai Becton got injured, which sucks. Praise up to him. He's on IR most likely. Like, I think he's out eight weeks. Yeah, like, Makai Becton got injured week one. Yeah. So, like, I think they had Morgan Moses out there, I think. Just like just terrible all around. The Patriots defense should should obviously be proud of themselves for for having for game four interceptions in the game and obviously like holding them to zero, right? If I'm correct. Ooh, holding crew to zero. Yes. No, they had six. Really? Okay. Well, like, like still, they should be proud of themselves for that. But like, and then like the the the, the Pats offense, like Mac Jones. Look like how I thought he was gonna be a game manager, just like that, and he played like one. So I mean, at least he got mine right. But this offense it did not look good right now. He's like morally like doing checkdowns and handing the ball off. So if he, so, he's already doing his best impression of Tom Brady. But yeah, like Mac Jones, like he's not like he's probably doing the best out of the first round quarterbacks. Dude, he he by far is. But I'm seeing all this stuff of man, give him the offensive rookie of the year already. I'm like, bro, have you seen how he how he's done through the first two weeks? I think he has one touchdown, man, and like a fifty or sixty something percent completion percentage, like. I don't get how they're getting offensive rookie of the year from that already. I don't know. It's just delusional pass fans. Yeah, but anyway, let's just move on to the next game. Like the Jets are bad, and then the Patriots just did good. All right. Well, yep. And this one was basically. I mean, like I really wanted to turn this one off. Almost did, but the Bengals and the Bears, man. I mean, it was only. A game in the fourth quarter, bro. Like, wow! It, the Bengals were scoreless at halftime. It was seven to three at the end of the third, but it, it, the fourth quarter was very good. Though Joey B was 
well, I'm going to just say, yeah, not good at all. Joe Burrow was not good. 200 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Joe Mixon couldn't get it going like last week. And then, uh, yeah, you did find Chase again. Bengals defense, you know, I'll give props to them. Andy Dalton got hurt in this game. Justin Fields didn't look the greatest. But, you know, Justin Fields did get the dub, though, in this one. And then, yeah, for Justin Fields, he had 60 yards and a pick. He did he did look pretty good rushing, though. I'll admit that. Like, he can run the ball pretty good. David Montgomery couldn't get nothing going. And then Allen Robinson finally found the end zone. But the Bears' defense, man, the Bears' defense holding the Bengals to three points and through three quarters, that's pretty impressive right there, if you ask me. Especially how they were last week against the Vikings, where they were, it was just a very high-scoring game, went to overtime. To them, now only scoring 17, give the Bears' defense props right there. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, you met the Bengals, by the way. No, no, I mean the Bears' defense. Like, the Bears' defense will shut down the Bengals from, well, high-scoring high scoring game in overtime last week. No, that was the Bengals. Points. They faced the Vikings last week. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. That their offense was pretty good against the Vikings. And now only three points through three quarters. Like, that's really good for the Bears' defense. All right, and anyway, okay, and anyway, um, the like the Bengals, like obviously, like they 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 show a lot more life on the offense now that they have like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and T Higgins and all those people, but the offensive line is still crippling them. And I don't care what you say, I still don't. I still would have picked Panesul. Like, like, I don't care if Jamar Chase is doing good. He's not in need for the team. I think you can agree with me on that. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Jamar Chase looked really good, but yeah, like, he wasn't that big of a need. Like, I love their wide receiving support, like, without him. Like, I wish Auden Tate got more playing time. Man, I wish Tyler Boyd would start getting more targets because he's just looking towards Chase and T. Higgins and all of them. It's just like, yeah, like he's still, Joe is still running for his life. He's gaining, he's getting his stats, good and bad, like throwing picks, throwing touchdowns. Like he's bringing more life to the Bengals' offense, but it, it's it, it's coming at the cost of Joe Burrow's health. And I and I'm scared that he's gonna get injured again, and that he and then to the point where he's not gonna be good again, like how like how Saquon is right now. Yeah, I'm just very like scary. I, it's uh, it's just bad over there. Like like even though like they're doing still doing pretty bad, like but seriously, like the Bengals' offense was not good in this game. Like even in the fourth quarter, they didn't look that good. They got like a few lucky things. It's just like yeah. And then the Bears' offense, like the Bengals, well, actually the Bengals' defense, not like they held the Bears' offense to like almost like score this through most of the game. So they should be proud of that. And then like the bank, the Bears' offense, like now, like like they were doing bad. Andy Dalton was doing bad, and then he got hurt. And then Justin Fields came to and came into the game and. 
did not look good. Just did not like look pretty. Like did, did not look good. He looked better last week than he did this week. I can tell you that for sure. Oh yeah. But like yeah, I, uh, like he like he still does not look like like passing wise like in the pocket. He I don't think he's ready yet. But it, it's just like I think he needs more time. And I and but he's gonna start. For the rest of the games which scares me because like not because of him being not because of his talent i i think i love i love him as a prospect but it's just i i don't like him like i don't think he's that good passer yet he doesn't look that really like doesn't look ready for that yet actually actually no scratch that uh, the, actually no scratch that the justin fields is doing the best out of the rookie quarterbacks never mind scratch that oh wow so yeah, he's got the Browns defense with Garrett and Clowney, and then he's got and what it looks like Trey Flowers and the Raiders, and then I mean like it's really the Browns who he just has to worry about. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, let's move on to. I mean, the Falcons and the Bucks were. We're close at one point. The Bucks are blowing him out. Then the Falcons somehow came back. And then the Bucks just blew him out again in the fourth quarter. Well, Matt Ryan, not looking good to start his 2021 season. 300 yards on the dot. Two touchdowns, three picks. They still cannot run the ball to save their life. Kyle Pitts actually showed like Kyle Pitts in this game. He made a, a really, really good one-hand catch in that game. Cordell Patterson did as well. And then Calvin Ridley caught a touchdown. And the Falcons defense is the Falcons defense. They suck. The Bucks defense, though, I'm really disappointed in them. Giving up 25 points to the Falcons, something that's unacceptable. But Tom Brady is being Tom Brady. I'm hearing that this is his, the best season that he's going to have. And like, oh, wow, age 44, he's going to have the best season of his career. Man, like, oh. Makes me sick, bro. And they had five touchdowns in this game against a horrible defense. 276 yards. They literally didn't run the ball at all. I mean, Mike Evans had two. Gronk is somehow turning back the clock. Godwin had one. Like, now we found out Antonio Brown after the game tested uh, positive for COVID, so he's out in this game. And then, yep, as I said, the Bucks defense disappointed and I'm for giving up 25 to the Falcons. Yeah, it's just like the the Bucks. Like we we all thought this game was gonna be a blowout. Like I can say this again for all of America. We all thought this was gonna be a blowout, and it was looking for a short time. Then the Falcons came back, and then it turned into a blowout again. So like, yeah, we were all right about that one. But like, yeah, the Falcons like did not look good. Even even when they were coming back, they did not look good in my opinion. Just offense is looking terrible there. Arthur Smith, uh, no Arthur Jones, right? That's yeah, Arthur Smith. Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot I'm his name. That's how tired I am. But like, anyway, um, Arthur Smith still does not look that good as a head coach, but he's bringing the life back into the run game. Like, I'll give, we'll give credit for that, right? Like, I don't think they're doing good running the ball, man. Like, I don't know. It's just like. Uh, uh, well, they're using uh, it's just whatever. Shut up. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the Falcons. Like, we don't even need to speak on that defense. We already know how terrible it is. 
Mm-hmm. But like anyway, the the Bucks like they obviously did what the Bucks need to do. Well, out, blew out the Falcons, and uh, yeah, that's really all I had to say about it. I don't really want to say more 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 about it really. All right, all right. Let's move on. Next game, we have a couple more, and then my personal game of the week right here: Vikings versus Cardinals, and the absolute shootout. The Cardinals came on top, man, as Greg Joseph, I believe, is now the Vikings kicker. <laughs> Missed another game-winning field goal, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Vikings fans, man. Kirk Cousins has actually somehow looked good through these first two weeks. And Dalvin Cook just being Dalvin Cook with 131 yards. KJ Osborne has looked better than Justin Jefferson. Yes, he's looked better than Justin Jefferson so far. Him, KJ Osborne, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen found the end zone. And then the defense for the Vikings, I mean, it's just not good. They faced an explosive offense, but I mean, 34 points. Kyler just basically ran all over him. He had a couple bad picks, but 400 yards for Kyler, three touchdowns, four in total. He's probably looking like your MVP front runner right now. Again, the two picks were were pretty bad, but I mean, Rondo Moore, 114 yards. Christian Kirk had an amazing catch. DeAndre Hopkins, of course, on the end zone like he does every week. AJ Green caught a touchdown when it feels like in like three years. And then the defense for the Cardinals, well, not the best, but, well, I'm assuming just intimidated Greg Joseph to where he missed that kick. Yeah, like, like the Cardinals, like, the Cardinals, like they, they did pretty good on offense. They, they already have a pretty good offense. Like, in my opinion, they, they're looking better, like offensively, than they were last year. Like, they're, they're scoring more touchdowns, or not running the ball more, well, running more Kyler. But like, anyway, like this offense looks more improved with the new additions, with with the AJ Green and all that stuff. But like, yeah. Kyler is looking like an MVP right right now, and and that defense is looking bad. But it's a terrible secondary. But like anyway, the Vikings obviously they came to this game just like I don't know. They they come off of a shocking upset to the Bengals where they lost in overtime, and then they made it. They made a shootout of a game with the with the Cardinals. And when it mattered most, Greg Joseph. <laughs> uh, I swear, I swear, Vikings fans. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. Missed a field goal, the game tying field goal. Not, I don't think it's winning, right? No, it was game winning. <laughs> a game winning field goal. Oh, <laughs> I just remember Gus Johnson's reaction to it. Oh, he missed. It was amazing watching Gus Johnson, though, for this game. He's back. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But, yeah, like, I swear, this franchise is cursed. <laughs> like, from Blair Walsh to this, from Dan Bailey, like, oh, God. Actually, no, from Gary Anderson to Blair Walsh to Dan Bailey, yeah. 
Yes, man. Let me find a kicker, dude. Fuck, man. All right. Another entertaining game, though. Titans, Seahawks. Um, I watched this because it came on after the Cowboys versus Vikings game. And, yep, the Titans were down by seven with about a minute left. I think it was about a minute left. 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds left. Derrick Henry ran in for the touchdown, kicked the extra point, forced it to overtime. They win the coin toss. They do nothing. Punt. Seahawks do nothing. Punt. And then Titans go down because Derrick Henry's just a beast and just can catch and just run all over you. They get in field goal range, kick the game-winning field goal with Fat Randy, and the Titans win the game. But man, to the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, he didn't have a touchdown, but had a lot of yards, 347. Looked pretty good out there. Derrick Henry returned to King Henry right there. If you ever had a doubt that he wasn't the best back in the league, he showed you right here. 35 carries, 182 yards, three touchdowns, 55 receiving yards. Insane. Julio looked like Falcons Julio right here. 128 yards. Little controversy if that was a touchdown or not. And I, I know you you know what play I'm talking about. Like the Julio Jones, if he said his feet or not, they counted it not as a touchdown. I don't know if it was or not. Have to see. But yeah, Julio looked good. AJ Brown still struggling though. And then the defense, the Titans, really not good at all, but they faced an amazing offense in the Seahawks. Russ, Russ cooked in the first half. He cooked in the first half, did horrible in the second half and overtime. Chris Carson had two touchdowns. That's basically all he did because he just really couldn't get it going. Tyler Lockett, man, as he does every single year, just starts out the year just incredible and then just basically doesn't do anything for the rest of the year. He had 178 yards and a touchdown. And then the Seahawks defense, looking like the Seahawks defense from last year to start the year. Yeah, like, like obviously, I think this game was it was a good game. It was a fun game to watch. The Titans looked obviously a lot better than than what they did last last week, where they got blown out by the Cardinals. It's just embarrassing. Like, like the Titans obviously performed better offensively, didn't perform better defensively, but offensively they did. Like, Julio had a good game, and King Henry did what King Henry does, and Ryan Tannehill was just there. Because that's what he is. <laughs> like, uh, the Titans offense is looking a lot better than, than what it was last week. Like, it looks like they're getting more adjusted and all that. The Titans defense, still bad. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, then, and then for the Seahawks, it, it looked the offense was doing pretty good. And Tyler Lockett was doing pretty good as well. had an, had an amazing had an amazing catch right there. And, and Chris Carson like just had two touchdowns, other than that, didn't really do anything. But then they went to overtime, and then King Henry did it again. He won the game for the Titans, right? Yeah, gunman field goal range, hat Randy, boom, game winner. Yeah. Did something that the Vikings can't win a game with field goal. But yeah. Good great game by the Titans and Seahawks. I think both great game for both for both teams, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Russ is doing his thing. First half, second half didn't do nothing. 
All right, let's move to the final uh, Sunday game uh, during the daytime. It was the Cowboys versus the Chargers. Cowboys won this game 2017. It really, you know, I obviously watched this game because, you know, it's my team. Um, but, man, like, the offense was not clicking. There was This was not the same offense from last week against the Bucks. Hey, man, it just wasn't clicking the same. Um, but the Chargers, you know, Chargers played a good game as well. Justin Herbert was just throwing, throwing, and throwing. Like, they didn't run the ball with Austin Eckler at all. But to the Cowboys side, Dak only missed four throws throughout the throughout the whole game. Really, really impressive. 237 yards, no touchdowns. Did have a very, very awful pick. I'll admit that. Like, I don't know who the fuck he was throwing to. But it's time to talk about Tony Pollard, man. Like, Tony Pollard played incredible this game, whether he was receiving or running, man. Outplayed Zeke by a lot. You know, it was his first 100-yard game in about two years for Tony Pollard. Incredible from him. 109 yards touchdown. Zeke also had 71 yards in touchdown, so pretty good game from Zeke as well. But, I mean, Pollard was just the star of this game. CeeDee Lamb just does what CeeDee Lamb does. And then the defense, I mean, the Cowboys defense somehow leads the league in turnovers, man. Like, I, I'm so surprised from that. I'm really, really happy and surprised. Holding the Chargers to 17 <laughs> to 17 points, man. I'm sorry, I can't even speak. It was a really good game, though. And then, so Justin Herbert... The stats may not look like it, but he was basically dotting up the Cowboys defense. Like at one point, he completed I believe 15, 15 straight completions. Like that's amazing. Three hundred thirty-eight yards, touchdown, two interceptions. Eckler only has fifty-four yards, and then Keenan Allen had an amazing catch in that game, one hundred eight yards. Mike Williams was the one who caught the touchdown, and then the Chargers defense. I'll get props to because they held. A top five offense in the league to only twenty points. Like yeah, the cow the Cowboys the Cowboys were, were coming to the game feeling pretty good pretty good about themselves. Like they were obviously coming off of, of a great performance against the defending champion Bucks, and they offensively did worse a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot worse. <laughs> Like, no touchdowns, well, no passing touchdowns for Dak anyway. Tony Pollard did pretty good as well. Zeke, like, he is always non-existent. And and, and I'm kidding about that one just for the past season and two games non-existent. Fell off the earth right there. Cowboys offense, like, average at best. Like, they didn't perform to what I expected them to. But they did win the games. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? Sure. Yeah, but like the, the Chargers. Oh my god! Like this was like I I don't know if this was good offense for when well, actually no bad offense for both teams or just good defense for both teams. It's just I don't know. Herbert Herbert costed them so many times. So like Herbert that bad interception in the end zone, that bad interception to Trayvon Diggs, like. He, he definitely costed them those two. Like picks. the Chargers, should have probably won this game. 
Mm. But like the Chargers probably should have won this game. But like, yeah, just unfortunate. Like throwing picks and eh, where it mattered the most, and then and then just get and then like yeah, the Cowboys won off a game-winning field goal by Greg Zerline. Yep, fifty-six yarder, baby. Don't win it. Yeah, it's just um, kind of kind of unfortunate for Herbert. It did not look look that good today. Just horrible, horrible offense for both teams. Just yeah, unfortunate. We we literally expected like the opposite of this. Like we expected a high scoring game with some horrible defense, but well, what's the other way around? And. All right, I changed my mind. This was definitely the game of the week. I don't know what I was saying. The Chiefs versus the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Man, everyone was watching this game. And wow, did the Ravens. The Ravens came back to win this game 36-35. It was Lamar's first win over Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes' first interception and loss in the month of September just unfortunate there, but I mean, he did all he could, man. 343 yards, three touchdowns. That, that's a bad game for Patrick Mahomes, man. Like that, that is a bad game. What people specify for Patrick Mahomes. Clyde with a horrible fumble at the end of the game to cost the Chiefs the game. I mean, Clyde's just awful, dude. I'm sorry, but Clyde is so bad. Travis Kelsey had that amazing 40 or something yard touchdown run. And then, uh, yeah, it's Byron Pringle and then Demarcus Robinson. There's touchdowns. Tyree Kills basically shut down the whole game. And then Chiefs defense, well, again, it's the Chiefs defense. Defense isn't really that good. They got two picks on Lamar, but other than that, they just couldn't do anything about Lamar. They just let Lamar throw and run all over him in that game. And then Lamar, man... This is arguably the best game I've seen from Lamar. Right, Lamar, 239 yards, only one passing touchdown, two interceptions, like I said, in the first quarter. And then rushing the ball, man, led the team in carries with 16, led the team in yards, the 106 in average, and two touchdowns, man. He showed up running the ball. Hollywood Brown had 113 yards. And then that defense, well, it showed up when it needed in the fourth quarter, holding Chiefs scoreless in the fourth quarter, you know, up to win that game. Yeah, like like the Chiefs, like I thought this was gonna be a fun game to watch, and at first it wasn't because Lamar threw two interceptions. Yeah, you got right too. Yeah, two in the first like seven minutes. Or something. Yeah, I think so. Like like first one he threw. He threw like a pick six to Tyron Matthew, I think, and then like I think right after that he threw another pick to I forgot who it was. It was Tyron Matthew. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. and then um, I think it scored. It set up a touchdown, right? Um, no, I don't think it did. Well, but yeah, like uh, Lamar was obviously playing pretty bad at first, but then throughout the game progressively, he picked up the play and picked up his head and moved on. And played well, like like seriously, like he overcame his demons and the narratives that that he can't play well against Kansas City. Well, he did play well, and he he overcame the narrative, and which is good for Lamar. That's, that's just good. And then and then the Chiefs' offense, like just 
just uh, in my opinion under underperformed. You could probably say that right. Like I, I, I blame it all on Clyde, bro. Clyde's just awful. Yeah, like just Clyde is bad. Kelsey had a good game. I'll say that Kelsey had a good game. Mm-hmm. Tyreek was non-existent as well, though. So I guess you yeah, that. yeah. It's just like, uh, like besides Kelsey, like uh, Mahomes wasn't really helped out by his offense. Then like the defense, obviously, no, is bad. But like, yeah, Lamar, like obviously had a, had a better game than, than what he started out with, and then and then like let's just talk about the gutsy play call that John that John Harbaugh did. Well, actually, Lamar did, but like. He let John Harbaugh like put the game in Lamar's hand, put the play call in his hand, and with the QB run in fourth and one, he sealed the game. What a gutsy call for, for Lamar and John Harbaugh. It's the right call, risky call, but the right call, man. Yeah, to put the game away and to give the Ravens the win. Just, it's just an exciting game. It was an amazing game to watch. Yeah. Everyone watching on Sunday night. Anyway, let's move to the other game. Final game of week two, Monday night. It was Detroit and the Packers. I mean, like, first half. Lions. Lions were on top, man. First half, they were up 17-14 at half, and then they didn't score the rest of the game. So that goofball still keeps playing bad. Goff had 246 yards, two touchdowns, and that pick. He led the team in yards somehow. And then TJ Hawkinson still looks amazing. Quintus Cephas had that good touchdown. And then defense for the Lions played good in the first half, but again, horrible in the second half. And then the Packers side, Aaron Rodgers is back. I mean, only five incompletions the whole game, 255 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Aaron Jones, total of four touchdowns. He absolutely dominated the Lions in this game. One receiving, no, sorry, one rushing, three receiving. Tanya had the other one. Devontae Adams finally showing out with 121 yards. And then the defense for the Packers, well, showed up to play in the second half, not allowing the Lions to score at all. Yeah, like I, I like if, at first coming into watch the game, I really was not excited to watch this game. Like you can probably say that for yourself. I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, we expected blah. Yeah, but like it was a much closer game than I signed out, and that's all I can ask for. Like for for as a fan, but like it was more of an exciting game for me. Like in terms of, hey Packers, what are you doing? Why is this close? But like, yeah, like the the Lions' offense looks is looking better than we all thought. Jared Goff is performing better than we all thought with the worst supporting cast he can have around him besides the Jets, and he's playing well with it. Like, 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 seriously, like him and Dan Campbell are like are having the team play more confident, more fired up, and they're keeping up with one of the best teams in football, like a team that just came off of an NFC Championship loss, a heartbreaking one. And like, yeah, like, even though like they did lose, but they should be proud of themselves for how they for how they played in this game. Like, like even in the Lions' defense for about one half, and then like they choked it away. But like, yeah, 
And then Aaron Rodgers like came back to earth, came back to reality, to whatever happened to him, and then just came out and, and looked like the MVP that we all thought he was going to be. Like Devontae Adams looked pretty good as well. Robert Tony got a touchdown, and Aaron Jones was the player of the game, probably the best player in the game. And I think you can say that, right? Without a doubt. Like Aaron Jones looked really special. Like one probably, like easily the best best game of his career. Like by far, just easily. Like Packers just ran away with it after that. He looked worth the contract that game. Yeah. Man. Man, alright. So that's gonna conclude week two. Includes the recaps. Alright, we're gonna give our final uh, predictions for week three. Alright, so Oh yeah, I forgot about the Thursday game. Panthers versus the Texans. Uh yeah, it, it was basically Sam Darnold. He had two rushing touchdowns in this one. Showing out, still bowling out against the Texans though. Not that impressive against the Texans. And then Chuba. Uh, Chuba was just pretty okay. Like McCaffrey, unfortunately, got hurt. JC Horn, unfortunately, out for the year. And then CMC getting hurt. It looks like he's going to be out a long time as well. The defense for the Panthers keeps showing, keeps shows showing up against bad offenses. And, well, showing why statistically they're the number one ranked defense so far throughout the year. And then Texans side, Davis Mills. I mean, stats-wise, it don't look bad. Nine incompletions only, 168 yards, touchdown. Doesn't look bad on the stats. But really, throughout the game, you can just tell it, it wasn't that good. Anthony Miller at the touchdown reception. And then, well, Texas defense is the Texas defense. And, well... Let Sam Darnold and just basically dot them up the whole game. Yeah, just like I was again not excited to watch this game, and it proved to me why it was I was not excited to watch this game. Like it wasn't like an exciting game in terms of it wasn't an exciting game in terms of anything. Like it was slow, it was boring, it was just Jesus Christ. It was like it was not fun for me to watch. I almost fell asleep watching that game. But like anyway, like Sam, like Sam Darnold, like did good in terms of rushing. And he did average in terms of passing. Like, the, like the Panthers' offense is looking pretty much better. And like, I'm fortunate that 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 um Christian McCaffrey and JC Horn got her prayers up to them. Just uh, unfortunate for them. And then and then the Panthers' defense pretty good against bad teams as well. Like Davis Mills pretty bad in my opinion just still on better than than what he did last last week but it's just uh, he's not ready like we can all tell like he's he's just not ready at all like the texans are clearly hurting without tyrod in the game it's just, it just sucks really yeah for sure all right it's time for the predictions to end the episode. All right. So first, um, we have the Chargers and the Chiefs. We'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs as well. All right. Next, Jaguars. We'll take the Cardinals. I'll take the Cardinals as well. We've got Bears and the Browns. Take the Browns. I'll also take the Browns. We've got Washington and the Bills. Take the Bills. 
Yeah, I'll take the Bills as well. Colts, Titans. I got Titans. I I got an upset pick. I'm gonna take the Colts. I got Saints versus Patriots. I'm actually gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Saints. And next one we got two oh and two teams, Falcons, Giants. I'm actually gonna lean towards the Giants. I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. Alright, Bengals versus the Steelers. I got Steelers. I got Steelers as well. Ravens, Lions. I got the Ravens. I also got the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Jets, Broncos. Should be an easy Broncos sub. Yeah, as well. Broncos. The Dolphins and Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders. Alright, and then America's Game of the Week, apparently. Buccaneers, Rams. I got the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks as well. I was kind of mostly leaning towards the Rams, but I'm going to take the Bucks. And then final daytime game, Seahawks versus the Vikings. I'm going to go with Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. And then on Thursday, I'm sorry, on Thursday, Sunday Night Football, we got the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers. I'm going to take Packers. Yeah, as well, the Packers. And then on Monday Night Football, we got our teams facing each other. The Eagles versus the Cowboys, and no bias to you, I'm taking the Cowboys. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Eagles. All right, man. All right, so, like, that has been the episode. We shot this pretty late, pretty last minute, but we got it done. We're both really tired. We're going to edit and upload this and go to sleep. That's what we're going to do. And then wake up to watch some football and then do this all again next week. Yep. Yep. But, but yeah. So, like, this has been been a good episode. At least I hope so. But, I don't know. I'm I'm John. And I'm Adam. This has been the Sports Season Podcast signing off.